era has its leadership myths. Thousands of years ago, the ability to lead was thought to be conferred by the gods. In the 1840s, a Scottish writer by the name of Thomas Carlyle created a theory he called the Great Man Theory. And in that theory, he stated that leaders have special powers and a special place in society, and that the rest of us have an obligation to defer to them. Leaders today tell themselves and believe in all kinds of myths. And today I want to dispel five of the most common ones and tell you what you or they should be thinking or saying instead. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Lena Patel Live. My name is Lena Patel, founder of Global Impact Systems, helping bring the sandbox to the boardroom. Thank you so much for joining me today. So I'm going to dive right in. Myth number one, every manager is a leader. Executives, employees of seniority are not automatically leaders just because they reach a certain pay level or a level within the hierarchy of the company. They're not leaders just because they've been given a title or they have certain technical experience. True leadership stems from social influence rather than authority or power. People are not leaders just because they are in a management position. They may be excellent at management, but great leadership requires a different skill set. So let me just cover a few key differences between a leader and a manager so that you are able to differentiate a little more clearly. So a leader is someone who has the skill of leading others, by example. A manager is somebody who is able to systematically organize and coordinate things in a really efficient way. A leader places an emphasis on inspiring people versus managing activities so that immediate short-term goals get accomplished. A leader is going to be more focused on the bigger picture. A leader focuses on encouraging change. A manager might be more focused on bringing more stability. A leader is proactive versus reactive, is focused on principles and guidelines instead of policies and procedures. A leader is going to be looking ahead over the long term, and a manager is more likely to look at things from a a short-range perspective. So those are just some examples of the differences. And the key thing I really want to point out here is that, again, another myth is that sort of a leader is is better or is more capable than a manager. And actually, leadership skills and management skills are quite different, as we just pointed out. And you need certain skills in certain situations. And so the key is being able to differentiate and know what skill set is needed when. Myth number two, there is a single leadership style that fits everyone and every situation. The reality is there's no one right way to lead. There are many different leadership styles and the right one for you is going to be dependent on your personality, the kind of organizational culture you want to create, the nature of your business, and the kind of results that you want to generate. Leadership experts are out there claiming they have the answer and that if you are an authoritarian leader or a delegative leader or a collaborative leader or whatever style of leadership is the flavor of the month, you're going to achieve success. And the truth of the matter is they've got things backwards because the reality is the way forward for companies that want to survive over the next decade and still be around to make their dent in the universe is to be agile to know the different styles that are appropriate for different situations so that you can get very specific, very purposeful results. 
So one example is the caregiver. This style of leadership is embodied when it's necessary to take care of others. The caregiver leader is motivated by compassion, by a genuine desire to help others through generously assisting, taking care of them. Leaders, managers, practitioners in the medical field are good examples of this leadership style. Their empathy, their listening skills, their ability to facilitate patients' physical, social, emotional needs are paramount to their success. Another example, very different, is a commander or an authoritarian leader. So this kind of leader is useful in situations where people need to move fast, they need to follow orders because lives are at stake. The military is a clear example of when this kind of leadership style would be deemed important. In this situation, it is not the time to sit in a circle and collaborate over what strategy works best. Time is of the essence and safety is often a top priority for the leader that embodies the energy of a commander. There is often a clear line of command and deep trust in the person of authority to give their team members clear directions on orders. And a commander must be able to provide this clear direction where there is little room for interpretation. And a third example of a leadership style I want to give you today is the coaching style. This kind of leadership involves a belief that the followers can do their work, but the leader makes himself or herself available to assist when needed. A coach leader allows his or her team complete authority and freedom of action, but is actively encouraging and inspiring their people to be and do and become more. Vince Lombardi is my favorite example of a leader that took on the role of coach exceptionally well and got incredible results. So these are just a few. There are many more. But the point I want to make is that whatever the right style for you, remember that at the root of all great leadership is the need to serve, inspire, and empower people for their greater good. When you keep that in mind, chances are you will tap into the right leadership style necessary for any given situation. Myth number three, my big idea is enough. Some individuals believe that as long as they have a great idea for a product or service that's going to wow the marketplace, they don't need to prioritize acquiring leadership skills. But I've seen time and time again in young entrepreneurs and business leaders and team leaders that I work with that they're not equipped with the skills and haven't made acquiring them a priority. I think it was Thomas Edison who once said, a good idea without execution is hallucination. And I totally agree with that. This is the time when you need to make time for training. It's idea plus skill set plus implementation that is going to get you results. Not setting yourself up for success in this way is going to cost you. Myth number four, leadership is for the special few. So those who buy into this myth are the ones that say or they think, well, I'm not a leader, so I don't need to learn about leadership. Or they say things like leadership is only for the select few that are in the public eye or they're heading an organization. And so they think, well, that doesn't apply to me. Well, nothing can be further from the truth. Leadership is for everyone. If you have a cause that you believe in, Having leadership skills enables you to enroll others to align with your cause and get the results that you want. Without the skills, you have very little ability to persuade and influence others to your way of thinking. Leadership is about 
attitude. It's not about job title. Most people demonstrate leadership on a regular basis and they just don't realize it. Maybe you've got high standards for your work. Maybe you're the kind of person that really strives for excellence. You don't cut corners, even if it means you've got to work late. Or you're the kind of person that turns up for meetings on time. And this shows that you're organized, that you respect other people's time, that you meet your commitments. These are all leadership traits, positive ones. Imagine if you are consciously learning leadership skills that will enable you to show up at work like a leader, even if you're not in a leadership position. The chances are people around you will recognize your potential and it will increase your chances of advancing and getting promotions and so on. And the final myth I'm going to share with you today is the myth that we need to be leaders in order to learn about leadership. This is the idea, the myth of the lone warrior. The people that think they don't need to worry about leadership because it's just them. The truth is that whether you're a solopreneur or a small group of founders coming together to implement your big idea, you will at some point need to delegate tasks, outsource, build and manage teams, engage partners, team up with associations that can help you get your message or your product or your service out there. And if you're working on your own, or if it's just you and your business partner, realize that you need to be self-directed leaders. The onus is completely on you to optimize your time, your productivity, plan and implement your vision, keep updated with your skills, be on top of what your competition is offering. Your message, brand and marketing all have to be clear and on point because you don't have a marketing director or a brand agency you can offload this onto. Hopefully you've got at least a coach or a mentor to help you navigate these challenges ideally a few of them, each with different skill sets and and able to support you in different ways. But you absolutely have to learn how to lead because if you can't lead yourself to get all of this done, you likely don't have a business. You have an expensive hobby. Not always the case, but I've seen that in a lot of cases. So I hope this week's episode has served you and you'll take this opportunity to continually invest in developing leadership skills so that The skills serve you, they serve your career, and they serve your business if you're a business owner. If I can help, I invite you to reach out and apply for a complimentary consultation at lenapatellive.com to determine if I can take you on as a client, help you lead bigger and better, and take your business or your team to the next level. And of course, if you enjoy this episode, go ahead and download and subscribe today on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss future episodes. Also, check out the show notes for this week available at lenapatellive.com and share your thoughts and any ideas you have for future episodes by leaving a review on iTunes. See you in the sandbox.